We're talking signs. This is Shannon, the mommy blogger. I've been looking for signs my entire life. Signs that God is really real. Signs that God isn't just some imaginary friend in my head. I've been looking for signs forever. Completely oblivious that I am the sign I should be looking for. Jesus has taken my mess and made it his masterpiece. What more of a sign do you need, Shannon? I've been spending a lot of time reading through the Gospels. I feel God whispering truth deep into my soul about who he is every time I read those letters. I feel this pang in my soul, this extra beat to my heart that can only be described as the Holy Spirit. Or maybe it's a palpitation and I should just go to a cardiologist. Either way, I know that God is speaking through his spirit, right into my heart and soul. He is breathing his life right into my lungs. And he died for my sins, so that I would never know a life on either side of eternity without him. Jesus was mocked, bullied, bloodied, beaten, and eventually hung on a cross where he died for all of humanity. The earth shook under the feet of everyone breathing at the moment of Jesus' death. The curtain was torn, the temple was destroyed, and it was the biggest sign of God the world has ever seen. Then, in case we needed another sign, Jesus was raised from the grave, resurrected for 40 days before ascending, another sign, into heaven to sit at the right hand of God. But even the 12 disciples of Christ doubted that any of this was true or real or even happening. So let that give you some serious comfort right there. If you are going through a season of unbelief, you are in good company, like 12 disciples of Jesus Christ good company. As I have read and reread the Bible, I keep coming back to doubting Thomas. You know, I always thought that Jesus, maybe even Moses, would be my favorite person in the Bible. But no, Thomas, he's my favorite. Job is a close second, but I'll go into that in another podcast on another day. When we see Thomas after the resurrection, he has shown up late to the party. He has no clue that Jesus isn't dead in a tomb somewhere. He is still walking around in a state of grief and shock that his teacher had just been brutalized and crucified. So when the other disciples come up to Thomas to tell him the good news, Thomas thinks they are all drinking proverbial Kool-Aid. So he utters one of the best unbelieving questioning statements of all time. A put your money where your mouth is, New Testament style. John 20, 25. But he said to them, If I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands, put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will never believe. Yeah, he wants to stick his hand right into the wounds that were inflicted upon Jesus. My kind of guy. Thomas needs a sign. He can't just take someone's word for it. He is so human and so us. We need concrete evidence. We need flow charts and pie charts and statistics. We need to have tangible proof that God exists. And Jesus was risen on the third day. We need a sign that we aren't all just taking crazy pills and buying into folklore. Now, unfortunately, Jesus can't just appear like he did to Thomas with us. But we have the story of doubting Thomas as our own evidence right here in the Bible. A week later, his disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. 
Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. I don't know what you're picturing right now, but I'm picturing Jesus coming into the room like Patrick Swayze did in Ghost, you know, right through the front door, just walking through it. Again, these people are looking for signs and Jesus appears out of thin air. What more of a sign could you possibly need? But that's how much Jesus loves us. He gives us the desires of our hearts. Thomas said he would not believe until he put his hand through the wounds of his Savior. So Jesus obliged. He gave Thomas the sign he needed and told him and us one of the pillars of our faith. Don't be faithless, but believe. Believe in Jesus. Believe in him like doubting Thomas believes in him. Put your hand into his side and believe. Put your heart into his hands and believe. Put your life into his life and believe. Don't go around looking for signs. You are the sign. This world is fallen and filled with hatred and pain. It is going to rock and roll the worlds and homes of everyone who inhabits here. But what a friend we have in Jesus. He has conquered death, people. He was beaten, bloodied, and crucified, yet he lives. He was mocked and bullied and spit upon, yet he lives. Remember, dear child of God, if your Savior can overcome the world, so can you. Oh, just, you know, for fun. Here's another sign. John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will never perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Shannon the Mommy Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at holymamablogger.wordpress.com. While you're there, sign up for Mommy Blogger emails and subscribe to this podcast and curated playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. Praying for you, sweet friend. See you on the next episode.